Okay, hello and welcome to Rupture Radio. Today we're joined by Marco Yamil Espival, the editor of Internationalen, the Swedish newspaper of the Fort International, a socialist, Marxist and Trotskyist uh, newspaper. And I wanted to talk to Marco about Sweden, Swedish politics uh, and the so-called Swedish model, but also in particular uh, recent events in Sweden where the uh, left party pulled down the government, collapsed the government and uh, defeated an attempt to uh, remove rent controls uh, and to introduce more marketized rents. Um, and I because I think it's a really interesting story for people in Ireland um, and to study this question of, of how can left parties relate to uh, uh, soft left governments. Um, but first of all, Marco, tell us a little bit in, in Ireland. Uh, the image that we have of Sweden, we're always told that Sweden is basically a socialist country and it's just phenomenal. It's got this great daycare, great parental rights and child leave and all of those things. What's the reality as a, as a socialist in Sweden? What's the, the reality of life there? Thank you. Uh, first, I want to say I'm really happy to, to, to be here. Uh, I'm delighted to be invited and uh, I'm thrilled to, to, to participate in the, in the show. Yeah, uh, but let's go to, back to the Swedish uh, model. Sweden used to be, I mean, it was in the after-war boom. Sweden was building something quite unique. It was some sort of agreement between uh, social democracy that was historically really strong and, and the capital. Uh, and it was an agreement that uh, for a couple of years was uh, basically the capitalists bought themselves uh, peace uh, and profit with sharing a, a bigger piece of the cake. This agreement didn't last uh, that long. Like the social democrats have been have been stuck in that mindset for a long time, and I mean that's also their uh, modus operandi how they how they function. But uh, it was a long time since. I mean, if Sweden was the most equal uh, country, one of the more equal countries in the world before, uh, now it's one of the countries where the gaps have been widening uh, the fastest. So it's a very very fast. Change, but also, I mean, also, we, I think we must understand the nature of, of neoliberalism. I mean, neoliberalism is not like what these uh, these guys were saying about to have the, the, the minimum state and all this kind of stuff. It's not about uh, have everything uh, private. I mean, neoliberalism. The project is to to socialize uh, the costs and to to privatize all the profit. I know a, a big factor in Sweden that I've heard has been there's been an increased privatization um, of education and things like that. Or, or, or what has neoliberalism looked like in, in Sweden? What has that wearing away of the welfare state looked like? Yeah, I think we are uh, one of the most privatized countries in some sectors. I mean, for example, the postal service was totally privatized a long time ago. And also the school, to, to not to have public schools in the same way. Because, I mean, it's all public uh, funded, but we're giving the uh, profits uh, to, to private schools. So it's funded by, by the taxpayers, but, but the profit is taken by, and I mean, it's not like small cooperative uh, schools with, with alternative teaching. It's rather, it's, it's really big uh, companies uh, from the United States, from China and so on. And also some of the biggest uh, companies in Sweden is investing in, 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 in schools and kindergartens and this kind of stuff, because the profit rate is extremely high there. And, and when did that uh, kind of privatization, was that in the 70s or the 80s? Or when did that start kicking in? The big 
switch. You could say that that 1986 it started to be, uh, or 85, sorry, or 85. I mean, in the mid 80s, it started to be uh, uh, a change. That's when the social democrats started to uh, take in more uh, liberal theories in their economical uh, policies. So the the social democrats have been shifting to the right. They've become kind of Blairized or that kind of. Uh, uh, shift, to, yeah. But there's also been this exciting the growth of the left party. Um, could you tell us a bit about the the left party? What's what it's like within Sweden, and 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 how what role does it play? Yeah, um, the left party in Sweden is not a unity project at all. Uh, it's actually the old, not really reformed Stalinist party that have have uh, changed over the year to be more like uh, Euro communist for a period. And I mean, they stopped being Stalinist a long time ago, uh, and uh, the Stalinist faction was breaking out, and and they have their own smaller communist parties and so on. They never really looked back at the history or or or, or did any kind of evaluation about it, but uh, they just continued. Uh, later on as good uh, Democrats and so on. Their role now is to try to be the new uh, social democracy because the social democracy have started to cut the, the bonds to the class base, totally. This is a switch we've seen the past uh, years, actually, that the social democracies uh, stopped even trying to control the unions and the popular movements and so on. They, they try to be neutral, something in between. We are for everyone. I mean, it, it's really... Sharp shift we see in this uh, current uh, leadership of social democracy. So then it's a gap for the left party to to fill. Okay, and but what size would the left party be, uh, um, and what how 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 much of that gap is it filling? I mean, you asked about the size of the the left party in Sweden. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sweden uh, have around ten million inhabitants, and. To have proportion now, I mean, the social democracy that have been a really, really strong, big uh, party is now down to 70,000 members. Now we're talking about the social democracy. Uh, on the other hand, the left party have, have uh, grown a lot the past uh, 10 years in members. Not so much in, in, in uh, when it comes to voters, but in members, they have channelized a lot of, of radicalism uh, with recruiting uh, new younger members. So now they, uh, I think the latest figures I heard is like oh, almost 30,000 members. Yeah. And I mean, of them, 5,000 of them have been coming the past uh, month or I mean, since this crisis started in Sweden. So it's a really, really big uh, yeah, change in the political landscape, I would say. And so moving on to the recent events. So as I understand it, uh, in the last general election, um, you had sort of a what in Irish politics you'd call like a hung parliament. It, there was no one clear winner. Uh, um, uh, and then the co- a coalition was formed of the Social Democrats along with others. Um, and could you explain a bit how the left party, this toleration idea, that how they related to this government? Yeah, the, the thing is that that social uh, neither the bourgeois or the social democrat could uh, create uh, a, a strong, stable uh, government. So they were kind of depending on each other because no one wanted to make a deal at that point with the uh, Sweden Democrats. Uh, the the the. Uh, extreme right party in, in Swedish politics. Uh, so uh, the Social Democrats needed to have support f- 
from the center party, which is a sort of a progressive party in, in, in some senses. If you have the, like the Galpan, I mean, they are progressive when it comes to gay rights, to, to immigration, to a lot of uh, this kind of stuff. But they're also a really hardcore neoliberal party when it comes to economics, the center party. It's not center at all in this sense. Uh, so they needed their support. But they also needed the left party support. So they, in the end, they, they had an agreement uh, with the Green Party and the Center uh, Party uh, that they should uh, form a government with the support, the passive support of the left party. But uh, one of the crucial points there was that the left party should have no influence whatsoever. They should not have no political influence uh, at all. But technically, what? technically, the left party, I understand it, it was called as like, they didn't support the government, they like tolerated the government. They, they, they tolerated, yes. They, they, Which means they, that they abstained on the, on the vote. They abstained of, 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 of uh, putting a vote of, of no uh, confidence uh-huh. uh, at that point. And they put the budget through. I mean, because also you must also pass a budget. It's not just to, to, to form a government. You also, you must have an economic base to, to, to govern on. And was there debate in the left party at that stage? Was there people that wanted to join the government properly um, or, or like not fully? And w- was there a bit of a debate on that or what? what? No, I mean, the, the, the leadership of the party at that point really wanted to join the, the government. There's no, there was no question. They, they really wanted. And, and the, the then party leader, Jonas Sjöstedt, he was really butthurt when, when he was uh, humiliated uh, in front of, of uh, this, all the Swedish uh, uh, people in, in television. Uh, when the prime minister said that he would have, uh, there was no way uh, they could tolerate a, a, a government that would... would, would uh, uh, contain communists, or I mean, I mean, people from the left party. But within the party, would the if the leadership of the party wanted to join the government um, fully, what was the membership? Was there a pushback from the membership, um, or was it just because the right wing wouldn't take them? At that point, uh, there was not that much of a, 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 a good left opposition in in the party. Uh, I'm not saying there is a great left-wing opposition now, but I think things have changed uh, because of, of the happenings uh, mm-hmm. since then. The left opposition at that point was more interested to have the, world, uh, the word uh, revolution as many uh, times as possible in the, in, the, in the party program than to actually have influence in, in the course of, I mean, the, the direction of the party. Okay, this is maybe not fair to say that, but I mean, uh, I had felt that, uh, I feel that, that it was a lot of, they wanted the, the party to be radical, period. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't challenge the, the, the leadership in a sense. Um, so then this government was formed, of the Social Democrats with the Centre Party, um, and it was tolerated by the left uh, um, exactly. party. Which yes, and, 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 and some of the, I mean, one of the points was that the left party should not be uh, a part, have no political influence on the government. Uh, and then also the Centre Party had some crucial points they wanted to, to have uh, in the declaration uh, for the, the government. And one was to, to weaken the labor laws. And the second thing was to start to have more market mechanism in the, in the, in the housing uh, 
in the housing markets uh, and to weaken the tenant uh, movement to to start to question the right to to make agreement which have been a historically part of of the Swedish model uh, yes i'll get onto that in in a second because that's the crux of the recent crisis has been over this abolition or the, the attempt to abolish rent controls but just before i wanted to get a because in ireland um, in irish politics um there would be uh, in the in the left there'd be a strong what's called anti-coalition sentiment mm. which is a, a rejection of the idea of going into coalition government with 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 the right wing you know that like if you go in if you join government with the establishment parties they will block any real change and you'll just end up embarrassing yourself you'll just end up breaking your promises you know um but it seems that swedish politics that's it's more com- complicated or it's kind of more confused the even in the left party which is the the most left of the big parties there there isn't you're saying that there that even in there there isn't a strong does there isn't a strong anti-coalition mood uh, um so tell me a bit more about like uh, uh, that that and, and like is there now within the left party a wing that would be arguing against coalition with the the, the right wing parties or or what's it like well, I mean, the tradition I come from, I come from from uh, from the fourth international uh, tradition, and I mean, for us, there's always been a red line that that I mean, you only support working class uh, parties. You will never ever enter coalition with a bourgeois uh, party on a on a liberal uh, program. That's a no no. Uh, and I mean, th- this is the, I mean, uh, one of the main lines in the labor movement. Uh, that also we are ready to support the social democratic uh, government, but but uh, not uh, uh, left center uh, a bourgeois government. Okay, that has been the traditional for us and for a big part of the I mean the outer left, the the, the rest of the left. But in the left party, the problem is that when social democrats stop being socialists and stop having this uh, to cut some of the bonds to the to the unions and to the labor movement something happens. If you also have a lot of new members uh, joining, uh, for them, it's hard to see the difference between uh, between uh, the social democrats and, and, uh, and, and some of the left-wing uh, liberals. They don't see, really see. And also, when a lot of stuff is starting to center about identity politics and, and I mean, movements for, for, for different groups' uh, rights and so on, it's also Com, com, confused, it blurs uh, these lines. So I think a lot of the newer members didn't see this uh, uh, these lines as clear as as as, as we did from from our perspective. Mm-hmm. But they did. So, but then in their defence, the the left party did set down some strong red lines. Uh, yes. um, in that, when the government was formed, I think it was called the January Agreement. They had seventy-three bullet points or uh, um, policies yeah. that the government was pledged to, and the left party picked out two of those. Um, yeah. One about workers' rights, but the other one was about these rent controls, uh, um, which is unique. Or maybe not unique to Sweden, but it's very interesting from an Irish perspective how your rent control system works. If you could tell us a bit about like um, how rents are set in in in, yeah. in Sweden or currently how they were yeah. how how they're set. Yeah. No. The the, the what's unique with the Swedish? Uh, I mean, part of the Swedish model was also the what we call the program, the the 
the one million program or whatever you would call it. That was to in ten years uh, between the sixties and the seventies, they uh, they planned to build one million new homes in in, in Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, and they succeed by far. So I mean, this was often huge uh, complex, huge new complex that was built out in in uh, in the outskirts of of, of Swedish towns and. But it was not social housing. It was not mainly built for poor people. It's it's uh, they tried to make real apartments for everyone. for anyone basically for ev- everyone that don't have uh, the will or the finance to buy their own home. So it would be the possibility to rent their own uh, a good apartment with good heating, uh, good service, uh, good communications, and so on. And this happened in a time also where it was uh, the labor movement, the social movements were strong. So so. Uh, this came with, with also with that the tenants organization that was created uh, out of the social democracy in a way, uh, their social movement from the beginning, they got the r- right to negotiate the rents, not just for the members, but for everyone. You could you could make a parallel to, to how a trade union works. It was a kind of a trade union for uh, people living in rentals. Uh, so by law, the tenants organization here uh, is Australian have the right to to uh, negotiate the rents uh, both with the the private landlords but also with the with the public housing companies and so for a private landlord um that owns a couple of apartments or whatever or yeah. maybe they if they want to increase the rent um uh, uh, what do they have to do they can't just in Ireland. If a landlord wants to increase the rent, they just send you a letter and says next month your rent is going up fifty quid. Uh, um, but in 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 Sweden, what the, what's the what does the rent controls system work? Uh, well, then each year's uh, year uh, the rent will be cent- will be negotiated uh, centrally and then uh, locally. And and I mean. Then uh, often some negotiations will put the mark, so to say, to to about what, what level it would have been. And I mean, I, I mean, me myself uh, with my family, we live in a, in, a, in a rental, and and uh, we get really upset each year with with, uh, with the raising uh, rents. So so I mean, a lot of people have not been happy with with this system also because it's uh, automatically. Uh, if the wages are going up two uh, percent, mm-hmm. uh, the rents will also automatically go up two uh, percent, and it has nothing to do with with the cost. I mean, the, the profit rate in the in, in in this sector is extremely high. Mm-hmm. Uh, owning uh, property, I mean, owning rentals is is uh, extremely profitable uh, business in Sweden. Uh, maybe that's also a reason why it has been uh, possible to to do negotiations because uh, then also you will not have rental strikes. You will have uh, a functioning system, and you will the house owners will still have their profits. But but uh, this also, of course, there are some sectors in this in the bourgeois and among the capitalists uh, wants to 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 undermine the system and and have a free market. Yeah. And and it ha- but it has had an impact. Those rent controls, the fact that they have to agree rent changes with the tenants, um, and negotiate it nationally, it, it, it presumably it has kept a limit on how rapidly the rents can rise. Like in Ireland, over the past ten years, rents have gone through the roof. It's dramatic, but presumably this has kept 
control uh, on de- it a bit. Definitely, definitely. Especially that that still uh, parts of the inner cities, even in the major, in, in the bigger cities, like in Stockholm and in Malmö, in Gothenburg and so on, uh, where if you would have a total uh, free market for housing, the, 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 the rents would be uh, triple because it's very attractive. I mean, some people, uh, especially many older people, uh, working class people are living in very, very extremely good locations in the inner cities because uh, because of this. Mm-hmm. Because you have put the the rent have been put on 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 the standard rather than the location. Mm-hmm. Yes, and definitely not also on, on on the market to to decide. Yeah, and so, but then that was for the centre party, which is like the very neoliberal uh, party uh, economically. Um, that was a big point that they, they want to stop this. They want to get rid of these uh, um, rent controls. They want to start implementing more market rents. Um, and that was part of their program for government, the, the, the January agreement. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and how did the left party relate to that? <laughs> yeah, this is interesting because uh, if it was uh, two points that was really important for the centre party, it was these two points about uh, labour laws and, and rent control. And for the left party, it was the same. Uh, we could only uh, tolerate this government if you are uh, not... Th- these points uh, could not happen. It, it will not happen. Th- then we will withdraw our, our support and we will let the, turn the, the government down. Mm. That's what they said from the beginning. Yeah. And the first test was the, the labor laws, uh, where left party uh, didn't do anything, basically. Okay. So what happened with the labor laws? Uh, what happened there was that, that the Social Democrats was, was uh, putting up a, a commission to investigate if the labor laws should be, be, be changed and modernized, as, as they call it. And, and clearly, uh, this commission was biased and... and uh, they were there to 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 undermine the labor laws to to make it easier to 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 to, to fire people without uh, reason basically and but the problem is that the social democrat dominated uh, trade unions was all for this okay so they were able to use their influence in the trade unions to sort of yeah, give yeah. give a green light to these yeah and, and here laws. comes the thing with the left party i mean i'm also a member of the left party and i think it's a really good thing to be inside and i see a lot of of of, of, of good thing coming out of being a member of the left party and i'm quite optimistic about the future but also we must realize some things that that uh, the left party have the idea to to be the new s- social democracy without uh, passing the stage of building social movements or without any class struggle, mm. in a way. So, I mean, uh, instead of, of challenging the bureaucracy, they want to be the new bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when the, the leadership of the trade unions said, uh, okay, we can accept that, uh, left party choose not to take the, the, the struggle. Mm-hmm. So, they asked back. Okay. Yes, but yeah. uh, when it came to the to the, the the tenants movement, it was different. So they managed to get through. They they kind of they managed to ram through the changes to the labour law, and yeah. the left mm-hmm. party didn't fight it because they didn't yeah. want to step on the toes of the the, the trade union bureaucracy. Exactly, um, <laughs> because also the the trade unions. Uh, I mean. 
what the trade union, what all both the tenants movement and the trade union wants to have is the right to to make agreements, the right to do negotiation, to be the legal part that will make the the the, the, the part that will make the agreement with with the other the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, even with weaker uh, labor laws, uh, it's perfectly possible for for the trade unions to to continue to be a trade union. It doesn't threat their existence. It doesn't. It's no threat to their existence at all. Uh, with uh, weekly labor laws, mm-hmm. it's bad for the workers, but for trade unions, it doesn't change that much. Sorry, okay. But when it comes to the the tenant movement, this is different. Then, then next on the so the left party maybe made a mistake there, mm-hmm. uh, um, which reflects probably a mistaken perspective that they have about the trade unions. But when it came to the tenants, to the change to the to the rent controls, the government did something similar. They also set up a commission that wrote a report, and that report said that they should allow market rents in new builds and new new construction developments. Um, but what happened then? What did the left party do then? Yeah, I mean, uh, what happened at that point was that, that the difference here is that this proposal, in the long run, would actually undermine the right. For the ten movement to 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 be to close uh, agreements in the long run, uh, this is how they saw it. Even the, the bureaucratic leadership of the ten movement, so they were really really uh, afraid of this uh, proposal. They were against it. Yes. On the other hand, it was an existential threat to them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But on the other hand, also uh, the leadership is a bureaucracy, and uh, in the same time you had uh, uh, a lot of movements in the base of the tenants movement that have been dominated by uh, some people from uh, the former CWI section, uh, some independent activists, some people from from our our movement and so on that have been uh, trying to challenge the bureaucracy and and to, to put up their own candidates and to have a more uh, offensive, um, uh, uh, not offensive, uh, more, more uh, combative, militant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More militant uh, line for the tenant movement, and they were afraid of of the of of the what was boiling in in the in the, in the base of the organization. Because you must also remember that, that the tenant movement had roots down into each house. I mean, uh, on on my floor here, we are six uh, families living on on my floor. And uh, three of us are members in in, in the tenants movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes a difference. You you have uh, you, you have a base organization that goes uh, deep deep into society, uh, and they are afraid of of, of, of this. So there was um, there was a stronger because there was a stronger socialist and and left influence in the tenants unions. Um, the tenants unions. Stood up and didn't didn't go along with this change. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh, the tenant movement didn't really stand up. Uh, okay. the, the bureaucracy was afraid of of this proposal, uh, uh, so they let uh, left party take the fight for them. Okay. Uh, but what made this fight? possible in my opinion is the the movement we built because we built another movement on the side we, together with a big part of the base of the tenant movement we we bought uh, we, we were building uh independent movement uh mot the, the campaign against uh, market rents 
uh, and several similar uh, grassroots organizations we created to 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 put up a pressure to 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 challenge democracy to to put pressure, uh, and it really made a sort of a political. Uh, pressure and, and uh, with the support of this movement also I think it made the mandate for the left party way stronger so and, and how long was that going on that campaign against market rents was that when did that uh, kick off we have been running this for for around two years now I think okay so they uh, they, they, they they and so they saw that this was coming down the line that the government was going to try to introduce market rents or, yeah, or yeah. Li- stop the rent controls and then there was uh, the the left built like strong campaigns in the communities and then politically uh, um, what did the left party do in the in the parliament now in in the parliament the left party has said that that if if you would we put a red line here if you cross this we will let the government uh, down we will raise uh, uh, the question of, of uh, I mean, we will raise a non-confident vote, and then uh, it's up to you to to sort out this mess. It's not really our our, our problem. Mm-hmm. And then, so last month, then the mm-hmm. government um, did they they published this report and they said that they were going to introduce market rents. And what happened then? Uh, well, the party leader. Uh, Nasi Dagestar was having a press conference and she said, uh, this is not acceptable. So you have 48 hours to withdraw this proposal and uh, otherwise we will we will not continue to support the, the government. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And this is actually exactly what uh, happened because also I think the government didn't take this threat seriously. Really? Fully, yeah. So then the 48 hours passed, the government mm-hmm. hadn't withdrawn the the, the proposal and yeah. then the left party then announced, that's it, we're not going to support the government anymore. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, it was the, the, uh, there was the Sweden Democrats that formally raised the, 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 the vote for non-confidence. But then there was then a vote of no confidence and the left in, in the government and the left party uh, voted no confidence. And they, yeah. they, the government collapsed. The prime minister had to submit his resignation then. Exactly. And then the, the Speaker of the Parliament had a couple of trials to put up a new government uh, coalition. Uh, and if this doesn't succeed, you have to have a, a, a early election instead. Uh, and after a couple of... Uh, yeah. Anyway, in the end, they, the, the, the Centre Party was, of course, backing on this uh, question. Mm-hmm. And they could uh, create a new government again. The government could could step back in. So the the, the Social Democrats government collapsed. Um, mm. They then started to try to form a new government. Um, but and but what happened with the proposal to the what happened to the proposal for market rents? That proposal, at this was written, is dead, total dead. They have but, to. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, not on the table anymore. It did not come up on the table again. But now we see new types of, of proposal coming up, uh, quite similar ones. Uh, so the struggle is no way uh, over mm-hmm. yet. How, so so the, the left party, though, they, they drew a red line. They said, if you go beyond this, we will, block, we will collapse you. They kept their word and, and they won. The, the government had to withdraw that proposal in the end. Um, yeah, they won. But also they won also the, the debate, in a way, the public debate. In this sense that uh, 
uh, a lot of people didn't find the left party irresponsible. Uh, a lot of people find the left party, I mean, courage, uh, and, and that they have courage and, and, and that they were standing for the words. And they, 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 at least someone is saying something else, someone uh, who keep, uh, keep the words and so on. So, I mean, uh, a lot of people was, was uh, the, the popularity rates for the party leader left party uh, was raising dramatically. And also now the uh, the latest poll, uh, the left party has thirteen point three percent in the opinion polls, which is uh, one of the best uh, results historically for for a long, long, long for many, many years. Actually, in the last election, they would have gotten around eight percent. Exactly. So, yeah. so you can oh. see the, the difference there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, it's not the election now, but it still means that, that yeah. uh, they gain a lot from this. And they gain 5,000 members Yeah, during this period. That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it is actually, sure. And also these new members, also from a Marxist perspective, if you want to build, a, if you're a, a revolutionary or a Marxist and you believe in... in building counterforce to, to the capital and I mean also to uh, anti-capitalist struggle. It's very interesting this perspective with all these new members that comes in and want to be activists mm-hmm. and with very vague ideas of, of, of the politics but still uh, big hearts and a lot of will and, and I mean very enthusiastic. So it's, it's and tell me though within the left party was there uh, lots of debate because that, that's a bold move to actually follow through. It's a high-risk strategy. It's paid off. It worked well. And like I, th- I often think that like a bold and confident left will inspire people. But I could also imagine that maybe more conservative layers would have been a bit hesitant or a bit scared about it. Uh, um, was there hesitancy there? And, uh, or what was the debate like within the left party? No, not really, actually. It did. I mean, the social democratic left was really upset, really, really upset, and still are, are very grumpy about this uh, because they get their position undermined. In, I mean, as 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 the official left of the social democrats, and and, and they want to be the the. Uh, so 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 I mean, uh, no. But but within the left party, there was no serious opposition against this uh, this move. Actually, it was a bold move. But everyone also saw that that. If we just have business as usual, if we just don't take this, if we don't pick this fight, uh, we will continue to have the public debate just uh, centering ar- around immigration, crime, this kind of question. And, and uh, the Sweden Democrats will just uh, uh, grow bigger and bigger and, and we will have, uh, uh, anyway, a, a government, mm-hmm. uh, a coalition with, with the Sweden Democrats the Christian Democrats and the, the Moderaterna. So what we succeeded to do also to, to switch, for a while at least, to switch the debate. Now we are back to talk about, about uh, shootings and gang criminality and, and immigration. I mean, the debates are, are very quickly. The media have switched focus again now, uh, oh, that- the past weeks. But, but for a while we were able to discuss uh, social questions and political questions, the distribution of wealth. Which have not been possible to do in the public debate for years. Did the left party, did the media come down very hard on the left party? Was there lots of, like, did they, did they try to vilify them and attack the left party? Or what was the response like in the media to this? They partially 
tried. I mean, uh, mostly the, the I mean the consultative pundits tried, and uh, the I mean the the, the, the people for the bourgeois, the, the editorial, uh, the editorials in all the the bourgeois papers and so on really tried to vilify the, the left, but for. Uh, the, the, the news journalist. This was sort of a, a bit too uh, good story, and I mean, the left party was bold. It was the underdog. It was a nice story to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried a little bit to say, "Oh, but now you are supporting the the, the uh, now you're going to coalition uh, practically with with the, the Sweden Democrats. You are depending on 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 their vote for of uh, no confidence and so on." But it didn't really work out in the in the. Mm-hmm. In, in the in, in the public opinion, I mean, it's it's um, that bird uh, really didn't fly. So so. I want to ask a bit more about the Sweden Democrats in a second, but just one yeah. more question about, so these 5,000 people joining the left party and 30,000 members, yeah. um, what's the, what, what's the composition of the left party? What's it like on a, how active is the membership and how is it mainly young people? Is it mainly trade unionists? What's the, what's give us a feeling for the, 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 the party. The, the party, itself uh, have for the previous 15 years was have been quite much built on 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 a lot of women in the public sector working class but not heavy industrial workers uh, but the women in uh, public sector young people uh, with or without a, a working class uh, background but but i mean not really determined uh, what it would be yet? I mean, students, uh, social workers, uh, culture workers, uh, sort of a lower middle class, uh, and then also the base of, of, of women in the public sector, working class women, and so on. Uh, way more working class women supports uh, left party than, than working class men, actually. Uh, because it, there have been a polarization in society where, where a lot of the men, uh, male working class, have gone to the Sweden Democrats. Uh, but very few of the women have 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 done that actually. But what we have seen now is that also uh, in the countryside, among working class men, left part has started to to gain popularity, and a lot of the new uh, members as it come from from uh, smaller uh, villages and 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 uh, cities in in the countryside. And uh, I think the composition could, if they could, if they could. Uh, Benefit from from these uh, new members, and and c- could make them active and, and make them root themselves in the party and to stay them to 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 keep them. Uh, it could also be a sort of a breakthrough into the the more traditional working class, which they have lost since long, actually. So it's interesting. Okay, that's a, and that, that's all the good news. Mm-hmm. That's all the good news from Sweden. On to yeah. the, the the bad news of uh, the Sweden Democrats. Um, so they've been rising now for years. Um, they are give us give people a sense how on the how far right are the Sweden Democrats? Um, in are they Nigel Farage or are they like BNP fascist style? Uh, what, what's the nature of the Sweden Democrats? How how um how and how dangerous are they? Well, the Sweden Democrats. The thing is that. Uh, when the, the party leader, uh, Jim Åkesson, joined the party in the 80s, it was still a neo-Nazi party. There is a uh, uh, non-broken con- continuity uh, from a neo-Nazi violent sect, with the same name. 
that have been transformed into a sort of a, uh, they put on suits, uh, they polish the language, they, they start to lean more to Israel and, and talk less about uh, Jewish uh, power and, and conspiracies. So they, they, they change uh, sh- some uh, for, for shape-shifting, but, but uh, still they, they, it's continued from a, a, a real uh, fascist Nazi party, actually. Which doesn't mean that all the voters are are, are neo-Nazis. Of course not. Mm. It's not the case. But they have have most other right-wing parties in in Europe comes from sort of a right-wing populist tradition. This is the difference with the Sweden Democrats. They come directly from a a Nazi tradition, not a right-wing populist. So they have a different story. But of course, they, they, they change. I mean, they are not... Uh, they are, are a sort of an ethno, what do you call it, ethno-naturalist, you could say. This is their, their, their policy. They don't yeah. talk about race. Uh, but it's, it's really been in the last five or six years that they have grown quite substantially. Um, yeah. uh, at the start and of the... Maybe they, are, maybe they are the biggest second party now, because also that's the other side of the coin. I mean, we are really happy for the, the race of the... the uh, if it's a polarization process, uh, one part of it is the, the race for the left party. The other part is, is uh, it's more depressing. This is the race of, of, of uh, fascism, the race of, of Sweden Democrats. Like, what, how have they grown? What, what have they used? And has it been mistakes by the left uh, uh, that have let this happen? Or... How were they able to grow so rapidly? Like I understand that at the start of the crash, they would have had maybe four, five, or six percent, and now, mm. yeah, they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen percent. Uh, um, yeah. But h- how did they grow so rapidly? And uh, what could be? What's the what's the warning or the lesson for us? Because in in Ireland, there's a very small far right so far, uh, um, mm. but it, uh, but it, I think that the 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 lesson here is that. From from small things, if you don't if you don't tackle it, you know it can get bad. But yeah. tell us a bit more about the experience from Sweden. They heavily built this movement. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a popular movement, really. They are not able to build uh, movements because they have no members' influence. I mean, they they built it uh, online uh, to a big extent with with uh, anonymous anonymous. Uh, uh, that uh, warriors that was was uh, having like fifty account each and and uh, having regular campaigns and and uh, well organized campaigns to 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 start to to switch the public debate and and to turn it all into to be about th- their own questions basically I mean the the the, uh, the questions of immigration of law and order these kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And some of the ideas are, are really quite uh, radical. I mean, you could find a lot of similarities to this Breivik, the, 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 the killer in, in Norway, uh, killed all his this, uh, children in the summer camp yeah. 10 years ago. Uh, a lot of the same ideas about cultural exchange, that we will change people over time, that, that uh, the Swedes will be a minority in their own countries uh, within 15 years, blah, 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 all these kind of rhetorics. Uh, but but also the thing is that when the the big parties uh, start to accept their agenda, to to adjust themselves, oh, we we must isolate. Uh, I mean, it also came together with also the refugee crisis in two thousand fifteen, when when a lot of people 
uh, was coming from Afghanistan and, and all from, from Syria at the same time. A lot of uh, people were coming. And uh, first, the Prime Minister said, oh, uh, we are open country, uh, refugee welcome. And then they switched quite uh, quickly. And it started to confirm uh, all the, the stories that was told by uh, Sweden Democrats was also reconfirmed by, by the, 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 the leading parties, the bourgeois parties and the, the, Sweden, the Social Democratic Party. They legit, they, the big, the big right wing parties kind of legitimated and legitimized yes, the Swedish numbers, uh, yeah. But in the same time, they said, "Oh, but we do this because this is common sense, not because we support the Swedish Democrats. They are racist. We are not. Yeah. They are, uh, and, and uh, we will never ever uh, be in, a, uh, in the government to, together with them. And this is also was the the, the 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 whole." agreement from the beginning was just to keep the Sweden Democrats out of, of uh, uh, out of, of uh, power. But this has changed. Now now the, the major bourgeois parties are, are ready to have a coalition. But, but, but it must be their growth, like with the, the economic crash 2008-2009, um, it, it seems that it's since then that the Swedish Democrats have grown. Uh, yeah. um, I'm just looking like in 2006, they got 3% mm. in the vote. 2010, they were at under 6%. But then by 2014, they had gone to 13%, you know. Um, uh, uh, but was there mistakes made by the left? Was, there a, a, was that part of the problem, that there was a lack of a, 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 like a, a, a combative left alternative? Or, or what, what allowed them to grow so out of, the, out of that crash? They had a narrative about that it's like a, 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 a clover with five leaves, like the Irish clover. You have uh, four leaves, right? The yeah. lucky one, right? Uh, this, is, this, is, this conversation has gone in a strange direction, uh, but okay. Maybe we cut this out. Let, let, let's see. But the Sweden Democrats was uh, putting up a narrative where that, oh, you have uh, five parties in the parliament and they all say the same thing. We are the only one talking. We say what you think. Uh, we are the only people talk about the truth. Everyone else is, is lying about reality. And, and they created the idea that it's, it's a consensus uh, between everyone from the, the right-wing party to the left party that you have a consensus about the agreement of society and that they, they would put themselves as the only opposition, the only real opposition. Because I, they were all not talking about the truth about the immigration, because immigration was the root to everything that was bad mm-hmm. in society. The whole neoliberal crisis was was an effect of of immigration. Clearly, that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. And and what now? Um, there's this rising danger they could be in government um, soon. What do you think the left, uh, the left party, but also the trade union movement, the broader, the left in a broad sense? What 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 did what do they need to be doing to combat the Swedish Democrats? I don't have a, a ready formula for that. If I had or if we had, uh, we would be in this tricky situation. So I just think that we could continue what we have uh, starting to to try to 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 change the public debate to to put up our own question, not just to adjust ourselves. But also, I think also maybe uh, liberal anti-racism is also not uh, the question to to to. Uh, of course, we have to talk about uh, everyone's equal rights and and all this kind of, of uh, stuff. But also, we must put up 
economic and political uh, social questions. Uh, let people understand that these are the crucial uh, questions about our future, our children's f- future, uh, and, and the immigration is not. Mm-hmm. I mean, to put up our own, uh, to put our own agenda instead of following uh, Sadhguru Tarkna's agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, it, be, uh, like, uh, and it does seem like out of the whole crisis with the uh, uh, market rents and the rent control stuff, that that's mm-hmm. a good example of the left party being able to take the lead, bring a fight on a on a class issue, on something that will ca- causing debate but highlighting who the real ones, the, the, what the real yeah. division in society yeah. is. Um, hopefully that could be a, uh, uh, and the positive successes that they've got, hopefully that'll encourage more of that kind of thing into the future as well. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But okay, I think I've, I've taken enough of your time. Uh, um, I, I, uh, that's fascinating stuff. And I'd, I'd love to talk more at some stage about Swedish uh, left the history of the left in Sweden, the formation of those tenants unions and the the experience, the Olaf Palm era and all all that stuff. But that's for another day's discussion. But I just, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to to take that discussion another another time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, come back definitely. But yeah. th- thanks, thanks a million for joining us, uh, um, Marco. And we'll put some links to the international and uh, newspapers website and anything like that into the show notes as well for That's people lovely. to check out uh, um, and thanks thanks for joining us uh, thank you for having me